This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply the raiders is a team that we don't care for Something, something, Bronco. With Lori Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. Hello and welcome to yet another edition of Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Tim Lynch and Lori Lattimore Volkman. It is the off season. It is the week before the week of the Super Bowl. Newsflash: The Denver Broncos are not in the Super Bowl this year. Sorry, Lori. <laughs> I am sorry to tell you that. Ah, they're um, not. I no, was getting my popcorn ready. Far from. Let's see. Let's check the uh, let's check the scoreboard. They were. 0-7 against playoff opponents. So, no, they are not in the Super Bowl this year. Um, so, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about uh, what everyone wants to talk about. We're going to talk about how we get to the Super Bowl. Uh, yes! Ask Tom <laughs> well, Brady. He knows. Yeah. That's right. Shut up, it goes through all roads lead through the quarterback, as we have learned the last five years. We thought all you needed was a good defense. Nope. Turns out you just got to have a good quarterback. We are recording this on Thursday, right? <laughs> what day is today? Everything just runs together with the coronavirus. Okay, so today is indeed Thursday, also known as the day that Deshaun Watson formally requested a trade from the Houston Texans. Let's start there. Uh, why isn't Deshaun Watson coming to the Denver Broncos? Tim? Uh, because the Broncos don't want him. 
<laughs> You're right. We've got Drew Locke. Well, I, I'm reading Mike Kliss today. He's talking about Drew Locke, and the whole article is about how they need to go get Matthew Stafford, by the way. And it said, hardly anyone knows whether Locke will eventually grow into an elite, consistent winning quarterback, but just about everyone believes he could. Do you? Just about everyone. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not me. <laughs> Show hands here on the Something Something Broncos podcast. The whole so thing have- read like just, oh, it was just, I don't know. Is this what, what media does when, when a team wants a player's trade value pumped up? Is they just write fiction? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was hard. I think, I think so. I mean, is it that overt? Is it I haven't of... read the article. Is it that? Is it? I mean, that's what we're doing. It here. was over the top. Like you would think, Drew Lock. I'm like, why are we trading Drew Lock? He's clearly great. I'm reading this article. He's the best quarterback in the league. What are you talking about? Check the stats. <laughs> no, he's not. Nope. Not at all. Calling Drew Locke a blue chip active player is a, a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do that. That he yes, didn't he did. That. Yes, he did. Yeah, as new Broncos general manager George Payton decides how far to go in his quest to upgrade his quarterback position, he may come to realize he has the top blue chip active player in which to deal. That is a <laughs> blue corn tortilla chip for those of you listening. <laughs> Yeah, those are good. Yeah, well, they yeah. are good, and they're blue, so you know they got Some value. On it. I'll pay twenty extra cents for blue chips. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but would right? But you won't pay twenty million to get rid of yeah. one. Here, wait. Let's go through the list. Let's get. Let me pull up. No, the there's list. only two people on the list. Let's not go through the whole list. You don't want to go through. Well, but. I, let me let me it, it, if Cliss can live in fantasy, I want to live in fantasy. Like, can we get Dak Prescott? I mean, he's not official <laughs> yet, but if he gets on that list, he's on my list. Uh, I would like Aaron Rodgers, please. Pretty I mean, please. he's off the list now. Green Is Bay he? straight out came out and said that he, he's not going anywhere until, until they draft another quarterback in the first round. Uh, <laughs> In a couple months. I mean, Aaron Rodgers sat for like three or four years behind Brett Favre. So it's, you know, it's not like they draft quarterbacks with the intent to start them right away. I think it's funny, though. I don't think that's really the process anymore. The idea now, you get the first round guy, you're planning on him being your franchise guy. It's just those guys haven't worked out. Like, which First round guys have actually become franchise quarterbacks for sure right Patrick now. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. If you ask the Broncos, yeah, okay. Matthew Stafford is on that list because they really like Matthew Stafford. He's the mm. winner of zero playoff games, by the way. And I, I believe uh, you know he's pretty. He's a poor player. man's diet, Jake Plummer. <laughs> hey. I think it's about. I think. I think they're bargain hunting. Like they're thinking they could get Matthew Stafford for a couple of second rounders. And Deshaun Watson is going to be. The Broncos are always bargain hunters. Huge investment. Yeah. I was hoping George Payton would understand the value of a franchise quarterback. I mean, look at, you look at Deshaun Watson and he's 25 years old. So you give up. Wait, wait, Tim. How did you pronounce? Deshaun Watson. Oh, George Payton. Is there a sometimes why in there? 
that's going to take some getting used to because it's spelled a certain way and there's a Y in there that doesn't exact and you got to remember in your brain to say Peyton, not That should be easy. That part, it's easy to say Peyton. Just it is. It's just my brain when I'm- Is it really Peyton? Maybe Is this me? Am I, am I the one in the wrong? Yes, I think so. What the <laughs> hell is going on? Peyton? No. Yes. Yes. Hold on. No. <laughs> Void. False. Fake news. Yes, All right. Well, I, I'll take the loss. I'll take the loss. Yeah. What was I talking All about? All right. We were, yeah. we were talking about Peyton. Oh, I was talking about trade value. The value. They're, they're looking for the bargain. And Matthew Stafford is the bargain of the two. But Deshaun Watson is 25 years old, and when you talk about, do you really want to mortgage the future? I'm, you're not trading away 10 years of draft picks, but you're getting a franchise quarterback for 10 years. We've already been looking for one for half that time and losing every year. <laughs> I mean, hello? Like, yeah. trade the farm because the farm is only going to be like for the next two years. And then you got a guy that's a, an elite stud for 10 years. It just we got to trade crazy. farm because right now Drew Locke is salting the earth. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Plus, I mean, that's a really good point. Even if you trade the farm, you lose some this year and next year. But we've got some players to still work with around him this year and next year. Yeah, there was one trade um, hypothetical that I saw lingering around that was kind of realistic. It was. Um, I think two firsts and two seconds and Drew Locke and Tim Patrick. Oh, Tim Patrick's a pretty good wide receiver. And you got the young quarterback in Drew Locke. You know, you get your two firsts and two seconds. You know, that's to me, when people go, is that worth it? I'm like, I don't know. Ask me in five years when Deshaun Watson's still our quarterback. <laughs> and we don't even give a crap about the two drafts that we, you know, essentially had to eat to get the trade done. You could lose, you could lose Tim Patrick. Yeah. You could lose him. I think you could lose Tim Patrick and Drew Luck. I think <laughs> I think the one issue that I'd be concerned about is the defense falling off too much, you know, next year when you and you you're gonna need to add next year. So can you do you have enough cap space, enough money that you can do you can add through free agency and, and be okay with the third you know, the third and fourth rounders that you that you add? Because they're not you're not picking defensive guys in the th third and fourth round to be starters, but we're going to, you know, we're likely not having Von Miller. If we have him next year, we may not have him the year after that. Yeah, that the, would be D-line. He's going to have to renegotiate get, his contract. I mean, he, he's not going to get traded and then play on his rookie deal. I mean, it, that's going to be part of the, the package. Deshaun Watson. Like oh, he, he signed a huge extension last year. Yeah, he's already, he's yeah, on He's like a $150 million dollar man right now. Who did I hear this morning? I was listening to the radio and they were talking yes, about how he was on his rookie doing? contract. What have you been doing the last two weeks? I have, I have been in the basement, freezing my <laughs> ass off. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, breaking news just now. Um... 49ers and Stafford is getting closer. The information I've oh. received, final details being hammered out. Thank God. Joe Flacco, like two years away. Well, yeah. I just, all I care there about is There is no future there. It takes Stafford off the board and makes Watson the only viable option for the Broncos, which is what I want. So, you know, I want I want them to go all in on Watson and, and you know, if they have to be forced into that corner, I want, I want to force them into the corner like a, a rabid badger. I think the reality, though, is 
George Payton's probably not going all in on Deshaun Watson. That's not seemingly been his style. The other thing is, seems like Watson's not really interested in the Broncos. He's got a couple other teams ahead of us, and they have they have the opportunity to offer more or as much as we could. So I'm, well, I'm not buying the Dolphins. Like that is ridiculous. When when that whole thing came out that Watson's you know Watson wants to play for the Jets or the Dolphins. And some one of the agent Twitter accounts replied and said, how convenient that the two teams with the higher draft picks are the top teams Watson wants to go to. Meaning it was the team that probably leaked that garbage because they want to get the they want to get yeah. a high draft pick for the trade. But Deshaun Watson is wherever he wants to go, he's gonna go because he holds the cards with that no trade clause in his contract. It, to me, Denver could be a good place for him. You know, if you're looking at the team and the coaching, I don't know what he would think of Pat Shermer, but, you know, knowing that he's got a lot of young, really good wide receivers to work with, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Corton Sutton should be back. I would think that would be attractive to him. Our O-line is getting better, but one he could certainly handle. And then the defense is still good, so he's not going to be having to carry the, the team completely. The other issue, like you mentioned earlier, is the defense. The only thing that saves us there would be keeping Fangio around and making him work his magic with whatever talent we can find. <laughs> because Von Miller is probably gone after this year. You know, he's going to be 32. He'll be in that DeMarcus Ware type age uh, age range where he'll probably go to another team. Bradley Chubb, he, he'll get an extension. Justin Simmons, you know, they'll have some guys, but they're going to have to find a safety for Kareem Jackson. They obviously have cornerback issues. And if you trade away those first round picks, you're, you're going to be working with some day two guys, you know. Keep those day two guys under center. <laughs> I was good. If we play this out, if we got Deshaun Watson this year, we do have to address the cornerback situation, and we wouldn't be able to do that easily in the draft. So we'd have to be hoping we can get another free agent. Enter COVID and the salary cap being way lower and a bunch of teams being over the cap. The Broncos are actually going to be under the cap if it's going to land where it's projected. So they do a few veteran cuts like Jareel Casey, uh, AJ Bouye will free up another $25 million between the two of those guys. Even if they signed Simmons to an extension, brought uh, Deshaun Watson over, they would still have some room to to make some free agent moves. And there's going to be veteran cap cuts because of the, right. the whole COVID situation. If, say we were going to try and go for Deshaun Watson, we give up the first round pick. That would have been where we'd probably get the best option at cornerback this year. So we'd have to be going to cornerback in the free agent market, which I'm not opposed to. I'm actually maybe in favor of that. And if it means Deshaun Watson, I'm like, I'm really fine. I'll go play cornerback for him and you know, <laughs> <laughs> come on down. I am never one to really be in the camp of, you know, give everything up to get one player. Like if it's for an amazing player and I think Deshaun Watson qualifies as amazing, I'd be in favor because, and I think we've said this here before, we have learned what not having a franchise quarterback means. You can have the greatest defense, but you can't get anywhere because you can't score points. The anguish <laughs> is real. The anguish <laughs> and pain. 16 points a game. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, all right. 16. Woohoo! That's our magic number. Sweet oh. 16. Yeah, got to score more points than that. It actually came out to like 20 a game. Most of the time they were scoring in the teens, and then they had a couple where they would like, oh my gosh, they scored 40 points. What's going on? This is different. <laughs> <laughs> but 
we can't play the Jets every week. (laughs) (laughs) And in that game, the Jets scored about that many points too. So I'm just tired of the the quarterback purgatory we're in. I know people really want Drew Locke to work out, but the the odds are against it. And do I really want to suffer through another season to find out, oh, he's part of the 98% of quarterbacks that don't work out if they start like this in their first 16 games. But you could be wrong. But he could be Josh Allen. For Deshaun Watson, it's worth it, I think, to to 100%. bet the farm and get your franchise QB immediately and then start doing, you know, working some magic to to keep the team getting better, you know, and got to figure some things out because you would have given up draft picks. If Deshaun Watson's not an option, all those other veterans that are out there, that I would hate. I would not go with any one of those. I mean, other than like Dak or Aaron Rodgers, but it's not clear they're available. These other guys, Nick Foles. I don't uh, even care about anybody else after that. Exactly. (laughs) To me, then I'm fine with Drew Locke. I'm fine with that because then we're, we're spending, we aren't spending money for somebody bad or just as bad or just as frustrating. We go with Locke and now he'll have no excuses. He's got a lot more clarity on what he's good at and what he's not good at, as do his coaches, as does his team. So the off-season work can be more specific to how he needs to improve. Hopefully we at least get to a more normal summer and training camp. He gets into the fall and he has no excuse now. Like now, now we really are going to see whether he can do this or not. And if he can then great. We're all happy. If he can't, no, then we start over. Then we yeah, definitely... we'll be back here one year from today uh, talking about what the Broncos need to do with draft time to get a quarterback. Now, I know nothing about the 2022 draft quarterback class. However, Andrew Mason and Benjamin Albright have already looked ahead and they both think that the 2022 class is better than the 2021. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. If we don't get Deshaun Watson, we're going to have to learn to be a little bit patient to to build the team to our playoff level, unless we want to go with another veteran and keep prolonging this. But at some point, we're going to have to be like, the, this is the first round quarterback we're we're choosing and we're going in on him and we're going to be patient, but hopefully we bring him into a better situation to, to succeed pretty early. No fakesies. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, Matt Stafford. I, I just every time I hear his name, I shudder. I'm just, I just, I, I have, I have flashbacks to Joe Flacco, and it's just, is that really an upgrade? I mean, it, it might, it might be for it a is. year. He's no. the less attractive option. He's 33. He's a, a 
he's an okay quarterback. He's he's actually a middle of the road starter. And I don't know how many times I've said in the last five years how it'd be nice if the Broncos just could get a middle of the road starting quarterback. Like it would just change the offense completely. But instead we get oh the thirty second ranked quarterback or the twenty ninth ranked or the thirty first ranked. You or know, Paxton Lynch doing his little dance. Or Paxton Lynch, the sixty eighth ranked. I don't know what you, what he ranked he was there. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, he's the less attractive option. It'll be cheaper on the draft capital. And he's thirty three, so it gives Peyton, George Peyton, a little bit of breathing room. Um to kind of like address the roster over time and not have to deal with quarterback from day one. I'm not going to be excited about a Matthew Stafford addition. I think that makes the Broncos a borderline playoff team if everything goes right. Um, but I don't think, you know, they'll win many games once they get there. I'm not excited about it. And that's why I'd prefer he not come to Denver because it's another five years of, okay. Exactly. It's doing what we've been doing. I will get excited though. If if Stafford came and Locke went, I will get excited for the season because it does add a dimension. We're not sure how it's going to work out. I'm not going to be excited like if Deshaun Watson became a Bronco. Can you imagine if Stafford did come? It would be like it, it would be like the Peyton Manning kind of like arrival saga, but like scaled down dramatically. So oh, they would okay. be they would there would be helicopters circling the Greyhound bus that he arrives on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it would be tracking his movements on the moped to the facility. It's it like would... adding Philip Rivers to the roster. Like if we had signed Philip Rivers last year instead. I would have been okay with that just because I always seem to find Philip Rivers on my fantasy team at the end of every fantasy <laughs> football year. Next year is going to be incredibly difficult because he's, he's not going to be playing anywhere, but he will still find his way onto my <laughs> fantasy team. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> Philip Rivers is out there. I, I got to get him. I'm so tired of us going after quarterbacks who were pretty good somewhere. They're at the end of their career. And what do we think we're going to do? We're going to – all of our great tools that weren't good enough for a young athletic quarterback are going to now be good for the, you know, for the guy on his way out of his career. Is Matt Stafford pretty good? I mean, look at his record. Is is he pretty good? No. I don't – I think he is. Maybe this past year, the year before, he had a good team around him and he wasn't able to really do much with it. But mo- most of Matt Stafford's career, he's not had much to work with. Just Calvin Johnson. Yeah, but there- I mean, <laughs> a quarterback and a wide receiver can't do everything for the team. The old quarterback thing only works if you're Peyton Manning. Like Aaron Rodgers would work for me. I'd take him as an old, old fogey as me a quarterback. Too. But there's only yeah. a handful you'd do that for. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you know, way back Joe Montana. Like you only you only take the old guy because he's essentially a Hall of Fame quarterback (laughs) that it just didn't make sense at his previous team because of cap and all that, all you know, everything else. But you know you're getting greatness. What have we done since Peyton Manning? We have aside from the rookies, Case Keenum, give me a break. Joe Flacco? Oh, my God. Like it's, it's embarrassing what Stop. we've tried to do. Stop it. Would you please? You're <laughs> depressing me. Apparently, there's an article from November of 2015. Troy Rank was asked in his mailbag if the Broncos would have any interest in trading for Matthew Stafford. So, then, no. Now, yes. Sign us up. We're in. Let's go.
The likely options Peyton and Elway and Fangio are dealing with are maybe Stafford, but maybe not. So then it's, do you bring in the, the veteran QB to push lock? That seems to be a popular opinion. I'm not, I hate that, but whatever. Chris mentioned pairing Mitch Trubisky with Drew Locke on the Broncos. Uh, mm. Speaking of ketchup on steak. <laughs> Uh, I got that one. That that doesn't seem to me like you're really bringing in a veteran to push lock. No. Fitz magic, you know, or. That would be fun. I would actually, yeah. Or Nick Gardner Minshew. We could get old Gardner in here. He's got that. He's got that style, mustache. He's got a little swagger. Like I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's it, anyone they bring in. By the time it, the season rolls around, we're going to be excited, and it's like Super Bowl. I was totally <laughs> optimistic. <laughs> this last I, I had great plans for this year. I thought we were going to be outstanding. I, you know, that's I was wrong. <laughs> and so was I. <laughs> <laughs> Our win-loss predictions. I think I was actually the least optimistic, but I was ten and six. You guys 11 were eleven and five. and five. Jess was twelve and four or eleven and five. I don't remember. But yeah, yeah I was embarrassing. Let's <laughs> it, it, can we go back and strike those shows from Spotify? Well, the good news is, is I won't be optimistic this year. So if you're listening, you will get more negativity Ooh. from me. Book bookmark like- that because in three months he's going to be like, oh my god, we drafted so amazing. And I know, positions are amazing, and the Broncos are amazing. And hey, I love my team. I can't help it. I know every it's hard year to we stay objective when you're when you want the best for everything Broncos. But I swear, if if they roll with Locke, I'm not going to be that optimistic. I want, I'm going to be as down on him as I was on Garrett Bowles. And then I'm going to hope for him to prove me wrong. Like Garrett Bowles did last season. I really, I hate that comparison. I, I mean, I actually prefer the one to Josh Allen because comparing having to grow as a quarterback versus having to grow and improve as an offensive lineman in the NFL seems to me like a very different kind of process. Which (laughs) by the way, it helps if, refs uh the officials stop calling holding calls like they did in previous years <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm just putting yeah. that out there garibald has a, had a fine season but let's not kid ourselves that the officiating <laughs> didn't change drastically for 2020 okay? are you saying that we need to re-examine the rules around what is and is not a complete pass yeah or, or an accurate pass jess <laughs> <laughs> well jerry judy will be very pleased to hear that Yes, he had so he was open all the time. It's so frustrating to watch film on this team last year. He, Jerry Judy he should have been with Justin Jefferson in the conversation for offensive rookie of the year if he had any quarterback that could see a wide open wide receiver. Well, and then when he had his chances, the ball and he draw yeah, a bad game. Yeah. Well, how would you feel after game after game after game? You're always open. Then all of a sudden, the the ball's there in your face. And you're like, whoa, whoa, what was that? Honestly, though, as a wide receiver. If you're going to be complaining that you didn't get it, you damn well better catch it when it comes to you, no matter what. So yeah, that was that was unfortunate. But I think we're we're probably done, right? We? I think that's it. We can talk about Matt Stafford again. No, <laughs> we'll talk about him next week when he's a Bronco. Oh man! Hopefully, he goes to the 49ers, and this we don't have to worry about it. And then we can talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. 
Like, I, I don't mind Garoppolo. He was in a Super Bowl last year. Like, I mean, he did yeah, blow he threw it. A pick but... six, and then he also <laughs> overthrew a wide-open receiver for the win, just like Case Keenum did against the Chiefs. You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place with Lori Lattimore Volkman and Tim Lynch. We are Something Something Broncos. Have I mentioned the name of the show, Something Something Broncos? You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, thank you for listening. Goodbye. A correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the both up. Both fouls were on the kicking team. Can we talk about how disappointed I am about you guys not laughing at my Greyhound bus joke? I I really thought that was gold. I, I'm really disappointed that what, neither I didn't get the context. You, you've been thrown over my head today, Jess. I'm like. You're like remember two hundred IQ, and I'm at one twenty. You know, this bothers me. It's uh, it's. Uh, remember Peyton? They were tracking his plane and yeah, yeah, the yeah. helicopter. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I, got it. So, I remember we were tr- trying to track uh, Pat Bowen's uh, private jet and to yeah, see if it landed in was... Tennessee. Right. <laughs> we don't track it. enough planes on Mile High Report. I mean, there's nothing to track. It, like. <laughs> I mean, if Pat's pulpit had been on the case, they'd be like, it looks like Bob Kraft's plane is at a strip mall in the <laughs> suburban Florida. <laughs> right. Oh, right. We could have we could have broken that story a long time What's ago. At a strip mall. Does Drew Lock like catch up on his on his uh, steak? Those are questions we need yeah. to answer. No, we already answered that. It's 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 almost almost certain. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's from Kansas City, so it's probably not true. I've got a nap slated. That's great. <laughs> Look, do I hear know, a I, 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 I made a mistake. Is yeah. this another one of those Timisms where, like, you just like um, Herbert? <laughs> Herbert. <laughs> are we are we going full Herbert on, our, Herbert, new, on yes. our new general manager? I, that, oh, Does you were know getting his... on me for saying Peyton. I thought I yeah, said that. Is that not right? <laughs> It's Peyton. it's Peyton. There's no why. I know, but see, it's I'm only one yes. I'm right. It's one, it's one It's a Jessism. I, I thought I was trying to make sure I was getting it right. I, I and was, then he tried to like, did I, I say it I'm wrong? like, wait. No, this is Herbert. Are we doing Herbert? Really? Is this another Herbert? Yep. Mark it up. <laughs> Sorry. You, you look... You look like someone from Star Wars right now. <laughs> it's, it is literally eight degrees in my basement. I'm freezing to death down here. <laughs> I, so I've got a. I'm. I look. I, I look a little shady. I, I admit. <laughs> what was I talking? All about? right. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I already said the name of the goddamn. All right. <clears throat> I'm gonna just start it over. Can this go on the edit outtakes? No. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> You've been listening to Something Something Broncos, a feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.